FAMCAST MEDIA BITCH Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Travesuras. It's every day. That's every day here in the Pigsneyverse. And that was Undisputed World Champions. We see you boys on the chats on the uh, on the YouTubes right there. We see you. What's up, man? Uh, Pigasuras. Damn. Hell yeah. There we go. Let's start this shit. Hi, honey. Hi. You're listening to Pigs Radio, broadcasting live from a secret location in Compton, California. The talk show that makes psychiatrists see other psychiatrists, other psychiatrists, other psychiatrists, other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists, Pigs Radio. I feel like we haven't done a show in forever. I missed you, Zach. Uh, I missed your ass. I missed everything about you. Your dark complexion. Just... Hey, well, I got it here for you right now, baby. Ooh. 
Zach's ass. You could balance a fucking soda can off of it and uh, throw a bounce a quarter right off of it, too. Mm-hmm. So. And it gives you change. Oh, fuck. I didn't know about that. No, we're, we've gone uh, cashless. Oh, yeah. fucking. Uh, <laughs> Bitcoin and crypto. Can I pay you with the NFTs? You NFTs. Can. There you we can. go. Uh, it's Sunday night. You know what that means. You are now tuned in to the longest running podcast in this universe. Damn. The Pigs Radio Raunchy Podcast. Welcome all. Make sure you like, subscribe, tell your mom about us. You guys can find us across the Pigs universe. Super easy, guys. I made it so easy. A fucking Zach can do it. You guys can go to link bio lnk.bio forward slash pigs radio with a Z. And you can find a, you know everything that you want. To listen to us across all the uh, different socials, except for you, uh, Instagram, suck our dicks. Yeah. Don't like you. No. They're fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is cool, even though they're like, we're on Spotify on there, we're on Apple Music, on the YouTubes, the Twitch, whatever, man, whatever you got, or .com. We're there. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. Yeah. We're here every Sunday almost. We're here right now. Yeah. We weren't here last week because I was doing the Lord's work. Yes. And uh, the Lord's work hopefully turns into free installation of AC, guys. So, hell yeah. That's not done? Uh, no. I thought... Uh, the dude sliced his hand open. Uh, Wasn't available to come this week. Workers comp. Yeah, not on my time, though. Yeah. So, we're just going to wait for him. Uh, shout out to uh, DNL Fender Repair. He also does all kinds of things. So, uh, Don Lopez is going to be installing our brand new 18K head unit in the studio. So... You know, the uh, bands, when they come down, they're not going to be, like, dying from heat, heat exhaustion. We won't, like, Zach yeah. won't have to offer them mouth-to-mouth. But, I mean, <laughs> I know Zach's want to give them mouth-to-mouth, but, like, not because of hot heat exhaustion. No, 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 no. Just it's a different it's, stroke. Not heat stroke he was no, offering, yeah, it's, Mario. It's good hospitality is what it is. He is our resident fluffer here at Big <laughs> Studios, guys. Uh, you can check him out fluffing all the fluff he wants on his Twitch, uh, Zach Rabbit Lopez. Yes, sir. You can follow him down his little fucking oh, rabbit hole. We'll post up pictures of how to get to his rabbit hole. But uh, tell us, man, what are you playing this week? Tetris? Um, actually, I don't know. I got to see what's up. I got the Modern Warfare 2 beta right now, so getting back into that. And I got to say, as as terrible as it is i missed the fucking uh game lobbies uh what does that mean zach well when you're, you're hearing the voice chat everyone's just being toxic as fuck oh is that really now that's spewed onto the internet world with all the oh, trolls no it's it's been a thing like if you go back to the like xbox 360 days and you're like halo 3 and the like call of duty when all call the adults yell at the children yeah basically Okay. Yeah, because I remember being in like middle school, high school, and like that just being it just being everywhere. Yeah, someone threatening your life when yeah. you would knock them out. Yeah, so it was it was it was pretty pretty bad, you know. Well, hopefully, Zach, you're out there just displaying a good sense of you know sportsmanship. Yeah, are you or not? Are you just yelling at everyone? Usually, usually I don't talk at all just because I don't want to contribute to that. Not only that, like I just I don't see the point. It, it will, in my edition at least. You know, I, I like listening for, you know, comedic purposes. Yeah, agreed. I am guilty. I would log on there in the background, not play, because I didn't know how to move around in Call of Duty, but uh-huh. I would scream your mom and Walmart <laughs> internet. I am guilty. Yo mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo mama. I'd be like, your mom didn't pay the phone bill. And then be like, what? What? I was like, just terrible. Yeah. I got satisfaction out, out of hearing people cry. I did. Yeah. What? Children. I, you sound like a mean person. <laughs> Only online. Okay. Only online. There we go. Only I, online. I, I can be toxic every once in a while when, you know, I get that rage going, you know. 
It just there's just like one teammate or like especially what really gets me going is when someone on the opposite team talks so much shit and then like that just turns something on for me. It's like, all right, now here's the fucking sweaty Zach. And go just try hard mode in him and absolutely shit on him. You know, just start talking so much shit in between the rounds. And, you know, it's always like, where the fuck you at now, bitch? <laughs> Talk your shit. You know what would be good? I challenge you to be positive on there. Oh, I do. And go on there and say, you're doing a great job. I bet your mom makes you lunch. Like, yeah. just <laughs> throw them off. There's a lot of things. Like, I'll do that or, like... People be legit just yelling at each other, and I'll just turn on my mic and just start screaming. Because <laughs> it's like it's you're just adding noise to the point where you can't hear each other argue, you know. So it's like let's add to that with literally nothing. So know? I will say I'm older. I I love the video games. I've been collecting them. I don't know about this internet and playing with a thousand fucking people. Yeah. I like just traditional. Give me a player. Give me a level to beat, and then give me a next level that's harder. So, I don't know. I've never been one for, like, actually chattering the fucking ear and You shit. never did, like, LAN parties or anything like that? No, nah, I mean, I, I used to call the fucking the party, party lines. Line. Mm-hmm. That, that was its in, it, in its own thing where people were either talking shit about you or whatever the fuck. So, and... did you talk shit? It was, like, uh, like the food the food, the food show, the food bar show. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the, the food bar show. Our food on foods. Those, uh, the, the Shelbyville version of, of, of pigs. Uh, you guys need to check out the, uh, the, the what, what was that called? The food show? bar show? The food bar show. Those dudes are going doing good shit out Are there. they still doing it? Yeah. I still get updates. I think they were doing like a thousand episodes a week or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I forget what number they're on. I think they're on one trillion. Yeah. Or something like that. But shout out to those dudes and their, uh, the, the band. I forget the band. Flying, Flying Electric? Something like that. Okay. Ele- there was electric in it. I, I know I, that. Fallen Electric. Fallen Electric. Yeah. Hey, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Hell yeah. All the drugs, all the bands, all the fucking Lord's Work bullshit you got going hey, on. Hey, man, this brain is turned into mush, and I it's, yeah, I struggle to remember shit, guys. Like, hey, well, I'm proud of you for that. Thank one. you, sir. I pulled that one right out of my rabbit hole. Hey. <laughs> uh, through the rabbit hole, uh, we were, you know, in... in in our travels, we have made so many friends. I have made so many friends. Uh, and one of those friends is here today. Mm-hmm. And through that friend, we got to meet someone else uh, who's become now a good friend of us. Uh, we have Mai, who has a long last, long-lasting relationship with Pig. So welcome back to Pig Studios, Thank Mai. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. I feel right at home in the pen. Do you? I do. You, you look right at home. You feel like... I inter- never left. Yeah. Uh, I think the last time you came, you came to buy a shirt when we had first had them for sale. And when the fuck was that? When two I, when, th- two years ago. Yeah, two summers this ago. Is when we when we when we had that last run of shir- last run of shirts, she came and she bought one. She supported, and I think I gave you Michelada cups and something I, else. I also got masks. I bought masks from you. Oh, that's my right. Pigs we had radio masks. masks. That's right. And I dropped off that piggy right there. And it's still there. It's still there. Damn. Yeah, she brought gifts. Uh, she's been a long-lasting fan of pigs. I mean, we've, we've, we, we've seen it all, haven't we? We really have. Uh, she's grown. She is now has his own, her own show, 69 Minutes with Mai, that you guys can check out, kind of. Uh, it's in hiatus right now. Yes, it's coming back this month, though. It's going to oh. be a spooky sexual situation. Spooky sexual. That's right. The spooks is coming. Mm-hmm. The spooks is coming, guys. It's Rocktober. Not only is it October, it's Halloween time. So it's about to get freaky out there, even more than usual. And it's hot. It's so really it's, hot. It's, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And through my, our, our main guest for the day here, we have Swingin' Steve. Swingin' Steve, welcome to Pig Studio, sir. How are you doing today? Thank you, thank you. Good, doing good. Enjoying the show, enjoying 
the studio. First time here. Yeah, man. What do you think? Oh, it's great, man. I love it. Everyone falls in love with the studio. Oh, it, hell yeah, it, man. It, I want to live here. You want to relocate because of all the toys he has. Oh, I know. I was, especially all the Transformers. <laughs> uh, I showed him, like, because uh, he was geeking on some Transformers stuff. Like, dude, check this shit out. And uh, I, oh, it was a sound wave that he saw up here first. It was a toy. And then I have a... Uh, an a Transformer actual, book. A book of Prime. So That's it gives awesome. you all that the fucking awesome. Primes that ever existed in the Transformer <laughs> universe. So he geeked out. I just yeah, want to man. say, they're in the same age Nerd! bracket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, man, hey, well, you know what? I grew up watching that stuff when I was a kid. So it's not like I, I watch it now. I was a kid watching that every, you know, Saturday morning or whatever. You watch it now. I'm yeah. sure he does watch like it now. I still do. I mean, I still do, but it's toggling yeah, between you know. Pornhub and <laughs> old cartoons. I've seen it. I've seen your yeah. searches. I will say though, uh, the Transformers movie from '86, I that believe, was the best one ever. Correct. Best one ever. Number one, I got my music taste from there because there's this is where I fell in love with like '80s glam rock or hair metal. All the you know, the yeah, uh, yeah. Stan Bush was on that, and the original band that was actually not titled properly, but Kick Axe did about three or four of the fucking songs on top, on top of Stan Bush. So the love of, like, 80s just wailing and hair metal grew from there, number yeah. one for me. And I still watch that shit today, dude. Oh, man, I, ha I, I own it. I own it. I watch as much as I can. Uh... Um. Shout out really quick to everyone jumping on to the Pigs Nevers. We see you, son of Jarrell, up in here on the YouTube. What's up, man? The cat's meow on the on the on the YouTube. Undisputed world champions. Hey, I got my shirt on today, guys. Too. What's up? <laughs> Saw those. Uh, I didn't get to see uh, the Compton Gauntlet towards the end, but I was there for partial. So I don't know how our boy uh, Angel did, but hopefully you did us proud, man. Hopefully you did us proud. Angel held it down. Yeah, you know he did. Well, welcome, guys, to Pigs Studios on episode 449. Zach, we are on our way. This is the road, man. This is the road to episode 500. Uh, That's about about a year from now. Yeah. So we're on our we'll trucking along, guys. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, we may have people here. We may not have people here. I don't know. What if it's international? What do you mean? Go over the border to Rosarito, where everything is legal. Let's go to legal. Hong Kong. Yes, please. In Mexico. Can I come? Hey, wait. Okay. <laughs> or Adelitas. <laughs> You've been to Hong Kong, right? <laughs> I, it, that, I'm that, down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she knows. Yeah, she, she knows what's up. Yeah. Uh, be our guy. That would be fun. It would be. We can touch for science. T touch what? That's my? on my bucket list. T touch fake, touching fake breasts is my new top five. I've yeah, done that, it. That's all cheap, cheap fake stuff. <laughs> How do you know it's cheap? Have you been there? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's I want to go. <laughs> I support this. We'll support anything that I mean, has I'm, single I'm mothers feeding support, their children. I'm down to support, but you know, support the titties. Yeah, we know. Support the titties. I'm all about titties. You know what? Just for that, at, when we take our break, hopefully I can find it. But <laughs> big old titties by our, our good old friend Jimmy the Jew, who lives now out in Hawaii uh, with his uh, band, of Drop Dead Beats. Remind me, Zach, because I'm already high as fuck. I'm not going to remember. Uh, and talking about support, fuck, man. Uh, shout out to everyone jumping on across the Pigsneyverse. Uh, uh, Son of Jarrell, love you guys. I know he's referring to... 69 Minutes with Mai, because obviously we came from a different world not so long ago. We grew a family over there in the local music experience. A so shout out to everyone out there. Uh, we had such a great time, and right now, currently, we're not like hanging out uh, on the station anymore, but don't worry, guys. There's new things. It's all a, good. There's new things a-brewing. There's new things a-coming. 
and we're not, you know, there's just new things happen. There is. You know, with with a lot of new things, you cannot forget the old things. Um, so, Maya, I believe you have been on the show before. Here at Pigs? Yes. Yes, sir. So that means that Steve is the only one who has not. No, so. and Steve and Pigs, uh, good old tradition, we normally have our Pigs icebreaker. So we know your name. Uh, tell us what exactly you do. I know I know. on the on the teaser flyer, or on the flyer, we said you're a plumber and, and a barber, but if you have any other traits, it's a good time to name them off. Oh. And Your favorite position. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your absolute best Pigs Call, squeal, or a dinosaur impression. Uh, All yours, buddy. I'm try the, the pink squeal. Uh, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> <laughs> For being a shy kinda, guy, I'm weak. surprised. Kinda kinda someone, yeah. someone has to scream, squeal, piggy. <laughs> squeal, uh, piggy. Squeal, piggy. <laughs> I but, want a little pinwheel right next to you so you can be out the door. Yeah, but I, I've had, <laughs> I've had uh, many trades. I've, I have many trades under my belt. I started off, I guess... My first one was uh, I was a mechanic and went to diesel mechanic and mm -hmm. then I did welding for a bit. Uh, then I, I started machining and then I also, in between machining, I, I did plumbing for about five years and then I went back to machining and now I'm a barber. You so. forgot you were also a school bus driver. Oh yeah, and I did. I, I, drove a school. I mean, I've had a lot of jobs, but those, as far as careers go, those were career jobs. Only. So what else do you you got underneath your belt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a but a button and a fur coat. Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't know what that means, but that sounds interesting. He's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> Twinning. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, on top of that, you are now a podcaster. I, I mean, you... A co-host. 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 I mean, regardless, uh, co-host or not, I mean, you went from doing all those other things to kind of joining my and our 69 minutes of adventures. I mean, how did that kind of go from, like, you know, doing all these other things to kind of, you know, talking on the radio? Was that like a weird transition? Well, it was, it was kind of a... It happened by accident, really, because... <laughs> it did. Yeah, because we were... She was starting her show, and I and I, I mentioned to her, I told her, you, you should have a co-host, but I told her about another DJ that she... I know she kind of, like, had good uh, chemistry with at mm -hmm. the time, and... But I guess she didn't do... She didn't ask him or something. I don't know. He couldn't make it that day or something, so she just asked me... Why don't you do it with me? And I just told her, I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk on the radio. I don't know how to do it. And she just said, all you got to do is answer the questions and that's it. And I guess because she would talk about me on the, on the other show. Um, yeah. She would talk to me. She would talk about me. So everybody kind of already knew who I was. So, you know, and they already kind of liked our, um, our dynamic, yeah, our dynamic, our relationship. So I guess that's what kind of caught the ear of a lot of people. Cause, Cause nobody really believes how we met. Yeah. yeah. Nobody believes how we actually live our lives. Well, yeah. for the uh, the viewers <coughs> at home that have not uh, known you guys beforehand, how did you guys meet? Instagram. <laughs> Honestly, let's nice. be honest. It, it was a lot of it was a kind this. of a lot of a lot of things too because, uh, you know, Tony from Little Sue and the Cow Tippers told her that she should get back into her her doing radio and and all that, which. That made her post something about uh, uh, June. Yeah, it was June's show. Yeah, and, and I used to follow June because I, I used to live in La Puente, and June lived in La Puente, mm -hmm. and I just kind of followed because she was like a local band. And I guess 
me and June kind of not really got to know each other, but we kind of met on Instagram because I was doing something at the West Covina mall, mall or something, and June replied to my post or something. So that's how we kind of got to know each other. And then, so I started really following her page. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Myra posted something and June reposted it. So when I saw it, I, all I saw was, oh, local radio something. And I clicked on her on her reel and I saw her picture and I thought, oh, she's cute. And then when I clicked on her profile, I think like the second or third picture, it was a picture of her with my brother's ex-girlfriend. And I and I what? was like and yeah. I was like what the fuck you know so I told my brother and I was like hey man drama tell, already yeah. I'm like tell your girl what's up what's up with her friend over here and I guess she did and we that's how we started yeah really my talking. my answer said I told you, my friend to tell her your brother if you want it come and get it big boy yeah and then you DM'd me that yeah. Friday because I was not gonna talk to you through no, people you, you were actually the first one to DM me because remember I posted that picture of oh shit yeah, I posted Damn. I posted a I posted a picture of uh, my stories of like me having coffee or and something. And a donut. In the yeah, and donuts. And she said something. I said, I'm in love. Yeah. And I, I said, with Damn, me, or, I already? Yeah, like, it was a donut. It was a, that it was quick, a donut. you know? Damn. <laughs> Fuck, you kids fall in love so fast nowadays, especially on Instagram. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. We That's just, how we, it is now. Yeah, but we yeah. talked about music. Honestly, yeah. it was really innocent. We talked about music for like a day. He asked me out for drinks. I said no because I had to go to the airport. The next day, I sent him a video <laughs> with no makeup, talking shit. I was about to clean. And then we just kind of, I had to go to Van Gogh, and he thought I was blowing him off. This guy invited me to a birthday party for our first meeting, and I declined because I had tickets for this museum thing, which now I always question why you wanted me to meet friends at the same time as meeting you. That was because I didn't know what else to invite you to, and I, I it was my, my best friend's daughter's. Uh, daughter's first birthday. So I wasn't going to miss that. So and, and I wanted to meet her, so I just thought, well, why don't you just come? <laughs> you yeah. know? I don't know. I, no. I, you know what? That is kind of weird where you're inviting them to all the family and friends, yeah, and that's yeah. going to be the first thing. Well, the thing was, it wasn't really going to be so much family. It was all just friends. It was all my friends. And I and me knowing my friends, they're all very like easygoing it's people. Basic, it was basically your car club. Yeah, yeah. But they're all very easygoing <laughs> people, so it wouldn't, they really, really made a big deal of her, about her going. So I just thought... Why don't you just come have we'll yeah. have fun here and then right. and then we'll go and do something. After but that you. long story short, it didn't work out. Yeah. I decided to get really high and lose my car in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, did I, you find it? I did find my oh, car. I went to Shake Shack because I was so high, and I said I just had dairy. I'm extremely lactose intolerant. I don't think we're going to meet up. And we were sending videos <laughs> back and forth. Mm-hmm. At this wait, point. wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on. Just pause that for a second. Knowing that you're lactose intolerant, why did you have dairy? Knowing she, that she high. still does that. She high. still does that, by the way. I, I can tell you right now. I've known Maya for a little while now. She doesn't make the best of decisions <laughs> right away. <laughs> knowing that, knowing what the consequence is going to be like, I'm going to literally shit myself. But I'm going to do this yeah, anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go somewhere where she knows that it's going to fuck her up, and she'll be like. Whatever, let's go. We got twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, to go she'll kind of she'll kind of time. How far are we from home? And stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. If not, I'll just use public facilities. I don't care. But we met at Home Depot. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there, did you pick him up or well, something? No, <laughs> he wasn't my day labor. No, because we, we were supposed to meet. I, I was. Why you guys charge so much now? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> we, we were supposed to meet at some at a at a coffee house or a I bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some no no no. We were supposed to go somewhere else, like a bar. Or I something. got lost. Yeah, and she got lost because she was kind of in my neck of the woods, and, and I was uh, high. Yeah, and she was high, <laughs> and I was trying to ask her, okay, well, where are you? Where are you? And she just says, I don't know. I'm in some fucking street. 
and I asked her to describe where she was, and I said, okay, you know what? There's a Home Depot right there. Just go there, and I'll meet you there. And, and then I shared my dot with you. Yeah, yeah. Because I told her, I'm going to be at this gas station. Just come out. As soon as you get out of the freeway, the gas station's right there. I'll be parked right there. And then she says, I think I missed the exit, and I don't know where I'm at. And I'm like, well, what do you see? And By the way, the all this sounds so complicated. I would have just already turned, like, you turn and go home. Uh, but from there, you guys actually, for whatever reason, you guys actually synergy so good on you guys have the most open relationship you guys are the most honest and on 69 minutes with my you guys let it all out there yeah. like holy fuck like they're i don't know i don't, I don't want to say you guys are swingers i mean that's where i dubbed you fucking swinging <laughs> steve and shit but i mean you guys out there exploring sexualities with other people you guys are doing whatever it is with my and her activities and <laughs> my makes friends everywhere so i mean 69 minutes with my is something interesting guys i mean you may want to get some penicillin like afterwards and p inject it into your ears after you listen but it is something else i mean uh are you guys gonna be coming back on youtube or have you guys decided what's what's gonna happen or what's the next thing kind of well we haven't really decided uh like uh truly yeah truly what we're gonna do but we we know we want to come back we don't want to take too long to you know right to let the the show kind of fizzle allowed, out yeah because yeah. you have a lot of interest at the barber shop yeah a lot of your clients ask you a lot of questions your female clients oh i know oh. Yeah, they always keep asking me about her date and they they like that. Remember, that? I don't know if you guys heard that episode about her her date over here. Where I got the well, dreadlock. Yeah, they they always <laughs> ask me. So has, has your girl gone on another date? Has she still does she still see that girl or whatever? And I, no, no. <laughs> so really quick, what the referencing is is that Mai went on a date with another female and had sexy times with her and apparently used honey and from Seven Eleven from Seven Eleven the little bear one and then got it cut in her hair and she had to cut her hair off. Well, whatnot. Steve ended up cutting my hair since he's a barber. <laughs> I was crying. I tried to wash it out. I got a dread. Wait, wait, wait. So you're doing this while you guys are dating? Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> Fucking Zach. You, you missed a lot of episodes. That's how you got dubbed Swinging Steve, because our first episode, we talked about all of our fantasies and how we felt that if you can't talk about everything you want with that person, what are you even doing with them? And we put it out there and we swing. I've been on dates with girls and... Well, it started, that's how our relationship started, because when we first met each other... You were living that open lifestyle. Yeah, we, we didn't we didn't really want to date. We didn't want to be a, a couple. A yeah, we just wanted to be, like, friends with benefits, kind of thing. Cause I, and go to shows. I, yeah, it's because I told her, like, I was before, because I, I was married before, and the last, I don't know, two years of my marriage, we had an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of dabbled into that whole, the swinging, the poly, the, all of that kind of stuff. So I told her about all that. And uh, she always kind of said, well, that's kind of interesting. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I never really kind of told her, well, you should try it or anything like that. I just mm -hmm. told her, that's where I'm coming from. So when I, when we met and we were going to start dating, I told her like. You're not the only girl. Yeah, you're he not the only girl. Me. I told her, I, you're not the only girl I'm talking to. You know, I'm talking to a, a, a few other girls and I'm hooking up with other girls. So. You're basically just another one, but when we, the more we hung out, the you know we had a lot in common. We just, we just kind of fell in love, you know. Wow. We, fu we fucked around and we found out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! So you go from like like multiple like how many were you dating at the time when you were dating uh, when uh, you started hanging out with I, my? I probably had like about four four girls that I was Damn. talking to. Yeah, you did. 
Yeah. You did because there, there was the one in San Diego that you texted me while you were yeah. driving to her house. And yeah, I, I actually. I didn't want to talk to you. Sucio. I told him. I said, "Why would you even talk to me while you're gonna go?" I know. And I kept texting her when I was on my way to the chick's house, and, and it was a thing too where I was like, "I didn't even really want to go. I wanted to go hang out with her, but I, I told her I kind of feel like I have to because I've been kind of like uh, breaking plans with her a few times, so I feel bad, and I thought I should just go." And uh, she was like, well, yeah, yeah, go. But I was, like, texting her the whole time. And then when I I went, I did my thing. And then when I was leaving, I texted her, hey, I'm done. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that's how you knew it was true love. Yeah, yeah. Cause wow. Me and you hadn't even slept together. No, no. We didn't sleep together right away either. Like, a lot of people think that it just was, like, down and dirty at the Home Depot parking lot. But it took a while. Yeah. Okay. We really got to know each other. Like, we did the dates. He did take me to Rocky Cola before it closed. We had Taco Bell together. We tried to watch the Goonies. Like, we, we tried, tried to do all this stuff. I still haven't watched the Goonies till date. It's... You know Rocky Cola? Yeah. That was our first date. Damn. And he tested me right when we got there. Like, what do you mean? Like with COVID or STDs or what? You guys, you guys ever seen that movie, uh, Bronx Tale? Oh, shit. It's been so long. I don't remember that you movie. You remember when he does the door test? He locks the door. Like, where he, he, like, locks the door and he says... What he tells him, he says, what you got to do is you, you go and you you open, you lock both doors. And then you you unlock her door, open it, and then you walk around the back. And he says, and you look through the back window. And he says, if he, if she doesn't lean over and unlock your door, dump her. Uh, because yeah. he says, that, that, that just means that she's a selfish broad and she, that's just the tip of the iceberg, all that kind of stuff, right? Well, for me, one of my biggest pet peeves that I have is when I see, <laughs> when I see people on dates... And they're sitting in a booth, and they're both sitting on the same side of the booth. Like I fucking hate. I can't. That. I can't do that. I can't do that because it's like because because it's like you, if you want to eat a meal, I don't want to eat and be on the you know to the side over here. I yeah. want to be looking at you, yeah. trying to have a conversation it's, with you. It, yeah, because that's the thing is like for me, if I'm gonna have a conversation with you, I'm looking at you. Yeah, like I'm yeah. looking at you in the eyes, and it's just awkward having. Yeah, you and then this. plus you you need that elbow yeah. room, man. It's like come on, man. I'm trying to. I really want to, if I go out to eat, I, I like to throw it down, man. So it's like, and I'm not embarrassed. Like, oh, I'll have a little salad and I don't want to be embarrassing or whatever. Fuck no, man. I, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it down. Yeah, I'm going to throw it down. So I need my, I need my elbow room. Yeah. I need to, I need to unbuckle my pants. All <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So it's like, I need, I would rather her be in front of me so we can have a conversation. We can look at each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he sat know? down. He sat down first and, and I, he looked at and me. I, wait, I waited to see where she wanted to sit. And when she sat in front of me, I thought, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a really good trait. I've only I've only been with one girl who ever did that. That's that in front of you or went to Rocky Cola? Uh no, sorry, the uh the leaning over and opening the oh, door. Man. I don't know, man. They're not they're just not like that. Have you have you seen these like this uh TikTok trend right now where it's these chicks they'll go to like open up the door and their boyfriend will shove the shit out of them <laughs> and then open the door. It's like, all right, now you can go. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> No, I haven't seen that shit uh, at all, Zach. I gotta send it to you. It's kind of sending my way. Yeah. Uh, Zach, Zach just sent me his fucking video of his ass cheeks. Apparently gyrating. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna wait a little bit, but uh, it's supposed to be really good, guys. It's supposed to be really good. It's it's more funny than anything. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Uh, so obviously now with like this new venture on top of that, obviously we brought you in because obviously a man of many traits. I didn't realize you came with like all that other shit, mechanic and yeah. I already forgot all the other fucking I have, things. I have a mental list, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the list because this man doesn't toot his horn. <laughs> all right, so toot his he, horn. He works. I do every day. I know. Uh, Prove he, it. 
<laughs> only clams. I'm gonna say I'm gonna start from the beginning. So he's extremely smart. He was tested when he was young. He has a genius IQ. He never fucking mentions it to anybody. But oh, yeah? you can tell. You can tell by the oh, way yeah? he reads and picks up on shit. That's Obviously, one. I don't have that. Secondly, he plays hockey. He pinstripes. He was a mechanic on diesels. He, I'm going to keep going. The machinist for 20 years, a barber. What am I missing? I'm missing more here. Oh, and, and then all the stuff you play, all the music you play. And music. you never talk about that. And you play the harmonica too. There's a lot of things this man does. I had a lot of spare time. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's good to be a fucking man of different fucking traits. I mean, obviously all the different things that you can always capitalize on. I mean, either you liked it or didn't like it. You moved away from it. Uh, obviously, last uh, the last episode we had, we kind of talked about uh, pest control and the kind of like that world. We had Alonzo in here. We'd had all kinds of fucking gnarly stories. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of talk about, obviously, you know, talk about what you're doing now with the 69 Minutes with Mine, but primarily all the, the barber shop and all the... The plumber stuff, like you know what? I was actually excited about this, you know, because uh, we were learning a lot about you that we didn't know. Not, not a lot of people know this, you know, especially with uh, 69 minutes. Mm. Uh, you know, some some people may have questioned your credibility, but f- <laughs> finding out that you are a plumber definitely helps because mm-hmm. that means you lay the pipe. Yeah. Woo! Sano Jarrell over here on, on YouTube. Uh, confirms that Steve lays the pipe. So I don't know if you laid the pipe for uh, Son of Jarrell here, but uh, he knows you lay it. Uh, you also uh, missed overall He's been badass. <laughs> badass per Son of Jarrell. So yeah. you got the fans out there, Steve. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so when you were a plumber, tell us, how long were you a plumber for? Uh, I was a plumber for about... Well, I was actually... I was a plumber for about two years, but I did... I went from being a plumber to a boiler tech, and I did the boiler tech thing for about three and a half years what is a boiler tech uh we basically fixed repaired and installed like boilers for hot water hot water stuff, okay you know so it was like water heaters and right right it, but it was all mostly like um commercial commercial uh apartments and stuff right like that so yeah yeah, that hey, was, man, that on a side note, I mean, you can get that shit installed for 100 bucks. I mean, if you get some side shit going, <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. I mean, that's a good trait to have. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's, it sucked. I, like, I did it for a while. It was probably, I got to say, it was the best paying job I ever had. Okay. But I hated it. You almost I hated, died. Yeah, I, I almost died like twice. What do you mean? <laughs> With the gas explosion, trying to light that, the pipe well, or well, what? No, once, once, uh, well, here's one of my stories, I guess. Well, once we were doing this... Um, we were replacing a hundred gallon water heater, and this was over like in Azusa. So you know it, it's close to the mountain, so they had hard water, so those things would fill up with sand, a lot of minerals and stuff. And uh, we were we, so we had no choice because they the thing wouldn't start the the thing wouldn't you know the the little the ignition. Uh, the I forgot. Uh, yeah, the igniter wouldn't start or anything on it because the thing was always just full of sand, right. and it wouldn't cycle the water properly. So we had no choice but to replace it. But the thing was so heavy. It took three of us. It was me, my my partner Wes, and our boss, and um, we would always make fun of this guy, the the owner. He was one of the owners, and he was basically the boss of the boiler site. So we would always make fun of him, saying that. Yeah, and excuse the term. I know everybody's very sensitive right now, but we were always telling him that he had retard strength, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So By the way, if anyone's ever seen it, that's also the same strength <laughs> that parents use when their kids are in danger. Yeah, it's just yeah. superhuman strength that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> so we're over here moving this 100-gallon water here full of water and full of sand. I don't know how much that thing weighed, but it was fucking heavy. And I'm 
kind of like trying to guide the thing and these two guys are rocking it like walking it over and when it went to the bottom of the pad it tilted forward and i tried to grab it but i slipped because there was all this mud because you know we started draining the thing and i slipped and fell on my back and i saw this thing kind of like falling towards me and i just thought this is it i'm gonna die you know (laughs) that's it i'm gonna die and i just see this guy's hand just slap the thing (laughs) and somehow hold that thing up and my other buddy too he grabbed it too and they were holding up get the fuck out of there and i rolled off and then they let it go and the thing just slammed on the mud like and i like when i saw the thing hit i thought if if i would have been under there i would have been done that's it you know no thought of like, oh shit, let me like roll out of the way. Yeah, you were no, just, you I, were I just was, stuck. Like, huh. I was like a like a deer in the headlights, you know, kind of thing over here. So, yeah, that 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 sucked. And it was like, I don't know, it was probably like about midnight or one or two in the morning when we were doing it. What the fuck, man? Yeah, our our that job sucked because it was like we started on at, call. Yeah, we, we no, not even that. It was like we started at eight o'clock till and we finished till the job was done. So it wasn't. It wasn't uncommon for us to work like sixteen-hour days. Holy you know? shit! Are you guys getting paid by the hour, yeah. or is it by the? Okay. Yeah, we were getting okay. paid by the hour. Yeah. So that that yeah. was cool. That's what I'm saying. Like that was probably the best-paying job I ever had because of the, the overtime, you know. But um, it sucked. It really sucked. So if I need like my plumbing done here, you don't still call do, me. Don't call me. Okay, <laughs> just make sure. I mean, we don't have hundred hundred pound tanks here. Like, you're all right. Uh, what was the other time you almost died? Uh, I was doing a. Uh, it was an upland. We had to change a, a, a pump, one of the pumps for the boilers. And this thing was like, okay, so I get there and I see the pump. Because, you know, it, again, it was a lot of hard water. So the little impeller was clogged with sand. So I had to take the thing apart and disconnect it to put the new one on. And I turned the breakers off. I turned everything off. And I thought, okay, cool, everything's off. And when I touched the wires to disconnect the, you know, the, yeah, I grabbed the thing and I like I was trying to let go, but <laughs> you know how when you get electrocuted, everything just kind of closes up. So I'm sitting there just like shaking, and my my buddy Wes saw that that was going on, and I I was probably holding on to the thing for like I don't know 10, 15 seconds or something. Like that. Yeah. And he kind of just kicked the thing out <laughs> of my hand, and I was just like I felt like I got punched in the head a few times. Like I was all disoriented, and when I looked, I was standing like about inches from a water of water. Yeah, puddle of water. So I was just like the fuck. Yeah, I was like when I came to, I was I was all pissed off. Like, and I th- I thought he turned the breaker back on. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'm fucking. Dead. He's like, what? I didn't turn nothing. And then we found out that the thing was hardlined to a second breaker, like a uh, building over. Or something. No wow. way. Yeah, that that property fucking god, that thing was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a complete mess. Why would it even be like done like that? That's because so they're cheap. Because the people were cheap. I don't know. I don't know how the engineering went for that, but. We would always tell these people because they would always call us for like that their their boilers would go out and they would wait. It was almost like they, if they would purposely wait till five o'clock came when we were supposed to be off and then they would call us because they were up in Upland and our shop was in Santa Ana. So we would have to, whoever was on call would have to like drive their ass in peak traffic time yeah, all the way up to Upland just to go and flip a switch because these guys were, the maintenance guys were too lazy to check it. Damn. So it, it really sucks. And we would always tell them, too, like, you know what? These boilers are really old. You know, you guys should get new ones, and you guys won't have so many problems. But the thing is with those management companies is that the less money they spend throughout the year, the bigger the bonus they get. at the end. So they never wanted to spend any money. So we would tell them, and it would actually save you guys money because you just got to pay once, and then you don't have to really worry about them because they come with, like, 
I don't know, a four or five year warranty or something like that. So yeah. for that long, you don't have to pay nothing. You just got to call us and we go and we do it. And right. And But they were still like, no, no. So we would have to deal with all these fucking boys that were just falling apart. I asked you a bunch of questions when I found out you did this. And you know how easily I gagged just thinking about smells oh, and things that have died? That was, that was in the plumbing. When I, when I started plumbing, oh, my God. The worst thing you pulled out of a pipe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just tell us a little bit about that. So Okay, so you've almost died twice. Yeah. Was it after you almost died the second time where you decided, like, you know what? I don't I don't think this is going to be for no, me. No, after that second time, I think I still I still work for, like, another two years or something like that. Wait, but, so this was in the beginning when you almost died? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I'm about to say you only worked for fucking two years. So, uh Tell us what made you finally decide not to do plumbing. Because I mean, when I think about plumbing, I think about toilets, shit everywhere. I mean, anything down your drain has been sitting there in in moisture. It smells bad. Hair smells bad. Like, well, I was, I was, uh, the way I got out of the trade was because I was always trying to get back into machining. And the owner of the the owner of the company, he was a friend of mine. And the only reason why he hired me was because I had gotten laid off of my last machining job. And he told me, yeah, I'll do you the favor and you can just work while you look for another job or you get something else. Yeah. And I thought, all right, cool, cool. But then I fucking five years later, I was stuck doing that. And plumbing or machining? Well, plumbing. And then, oh. and then so so towards the end, I think work was kind of getting slow and, and uh, they were kind of losing a lot of contracts too. So they just kind of, he kind of did me the favor of laying me off first because he knew I didn't want to do it no more. I wanted to go back into, because machining was more, what I wanted to do. And, um, so he did me the favor of laying me off. And cause I guess, you know, when you, when you get a uh, laid off for unemployment, they send the unemployment office, like what you make so they can basically, basically, uh, you know, yeah, they, determine they, what they, you get paid or whatever. Yeah. So what he did was he found the check that I had the most overtime with, and that's what he gave them. Mm -hmm. So I basically, when I collected unemployment, I was basically making the same amount of money that I was. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. On. So that's that was the favor he did for me. Like, he hooked me up with that. Would you go back to that place where you found Cat? Oh, God. So what happened was <laughs> we were already boiler techs, me and my, my partner Wes, right? And um, we we were done. We had a boiler install to do. A real easy install. We did. We finished it quick. And we kind of called in the shop and said, hey, we're done. What else? And, and then the, the plumbing boss called us. And he says, hey, I need you guys over here. He just told us, I need you guys over here, some property in, in uh, Westminster. And he says, bring your rubber boots. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> we already knew, like, god damn, man, this is going to suck. You're going swimming. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, all right. And um, so we get to the property, and we find his truck. We park next to his truck. We put our boots on. We're walking around looking for them. And we see from distance just water, you know, sorry, water from a... Uh, um, you know, from the buildings. And we we walk up and we see them like walking around and they're like shin deep in shit water. Oh. Okay. The place stunk. Too. I would have quit. The, the, area, the area kind of stunk. And we, I'm going home. Yeah. So, we're, so we walk <laughs> up to him and he tells us, he says, it's because uh, uh, there's a, there's a clog, there's a clogger and they can't find the clean out. And he goes, I know it's around this building somewhere. So, I need you to. I need you guys to kind of go around, and they gave us these little pokers to poke around and see if we can find the cleanout. And yeah, but, we but aren't the cleanouts normally like sealed? Yeah, but this one wasn't. You know? <laughs> this one wasn't. So, so what you call it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're we're <laughs> over here. We're, yeah, we're walking. <laughs> we're walking around, and there's like, no kidding, like floating turds, 
What uh, the fuck? God, God bless your soul. Toilet paper, all diapers, all this shit just floating around. This is why they're fucking. <laughs> the shit's clogging up. You're not supposed to flush toilet uh, <laughs> diapers and let fucking me, and uh, and. Well, pads. Let, me tell, let me tell you what we found though. So cocaine. So we're over here poking around, and then we finally hear uh, uh, from a distance. Hey, we found it. We found it. How long did you have to fucking step Two, in that shitty water? Oh, we were there for like about three hours. <gasps> You know, and then your that, that was that we were there for about three right, hours, right? The and they were you... there since the morning, they were there since the morning. Oh no, so so uh, yeah, so they said, Yeah, we found it, we found it. So we go over there, we help take the snakes over there, and uh, we probably we put the first snake down. Every each each snake that we had was about 100 yards long. We went all the way through for the first one, we finished that line, we connected the second one to it, probably got close to the end, and that's when we felt the stoppage. And the tip of that snake, it has like a little spiral because it's usually just for like toilet paper and stuff like that. So we, we, we were trying to work the thing. Nothing, nothing was touching the thing. So we pulled the thing back out and we said, and my boss said, oh, it's probably roots, you know, it's probably roots that got, because sometimes they go from PVC pipe to clay pipe or even the PVC cracks like a little hairline crack. And that's enough for roots to grow in there. So... I was going to say, for those who, like, have properties and shit like that, like, let me tell you one thing. That shit gets expensive yeah. when you need to replace that main plumbing line to go from your house to the fucking outside. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Just out of curiosity, did you guys take care of that stuff like that? Sometimes. sometimes. What? How much does that shit cost? Oh, man. I don't know. All I know is that we used to charge for our labor. We would charge $100 an hour. So, yeah, dude. And, and I'm talking about you got to dig up the yeah. whole fucking yard. This is like... Hours upon hours. Can you guys get that shit done in a day, or is that like two, oh, three days? It depends. It depends. Because once we did it, well, let me finish this. Yeah, time. yeah sorry. Finish. So, so yeah. So we 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 changed the tip of the snake to one that was like it was meant to <laughs> cut up roots, right? Uh -huh. And we throw it back in there again, the two hundred yards, and we get to the end, and we're working the thing until we finally the water finally goes down, and we're like, all right, cool, we got it. So we're pulling the thing out, expecting it to be like this bunch of roots or whatever, and my, I know Myra doesn't like to hear this, but it was a dead cat. Damn. <laughs> uh, who flushed her dead kitty down the thing was, The thing was that the, the clean out didn't have the cover, and the cat just fell in there. And allegedly. I guess, yeah, allegedly. And, it, and I guess it was trying to find its way out, and it just kept going further in. No. Yeah, That's so. so sad. I told you there's few things that make me <laughs> no. sad in this life. Poor kitty. <laughs> It's shit on. So, so <laughs> after after all the water went down and stuff, there was just like shit all over the place, he just all over the yeah, just all over the sidewalks and the plants and stuff uh. like that. And we just kind of looked at, it and we're like, all right, you guys are good, we're out, you know. We just, well, yeah, I mean that's not your problem. That's not our problem right there. Yeah, no. Holy <laughs> shit! So a sea of shit has is that like the most grossest thing that you've ever had to do, or like there's some pretty other gross things? Well, there's some other stuff. Like we did have to. Um, there was another there was another problem with cloggage and some other company, but they had like a main clean out, like you know the 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 manhole ones okay, yeah. that was in the property. Okay. And um <laughs> so so what you call it? I guess this was kind of stormwater or something like that. Cause my boss just jumped right in there. <laughs> he just jumped right in there and he fucking manhandled that thing by hand and just <laughs> and we were like we were just looking at him like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But, you know, 
he's been a plumber for I don't know how many years, so we're just like, that's experience right there. <laughs> Holy nope. shit, dude. Uh, Son of Jarrell here on YouTube says that uh, the cats are spawns of <laughs> Satan anyway, so... <laughs> Be, get behind me, Satan. You know cats are not supposed to be outside. Well, they're fucking assholes when they're inside because they drop everything. So I don't oh, know yeah, where yeah. the fuck you're supposed to keep them. Yeah. Uh, Steve personally hates my cat, Kaniki. He's a dick. He's not a dick. Even though he Most of them are assholes. We have a king bed, and somehow <laughs> the cat does not allow Steve to sleep. Oh, He's threatened by Steve. You got you to gotta get a camera. I want to see this. Oh, dude, he sleeps like right in between my legs and then on top of the, the covers. Uh -huh. And then he's heavy as shit. He's 28 so pounds. I, it's like, I can't move oh him my for God. some reason. I can't fucking move him. So. All I hear is fucking shit, prick, yeah, asshole. Man. And I'm like, I'm trying to sleep and he's like verbally abusing the fucking dog or the cat. The dog, not so much. The dog just tries to hump Steve. It's it's sad. Hey, he's, it's a thing. He's swinging Steve. Swinging Steve. <laughs> uh, guys, we've been talking for a little while now. Uh, we've been catching up with Steve and the shitty fucking uh, shit. stories. Uh, by the way, after the first any kind of shit, I probably would have ran. I I would have quit. <laughs> I, I I don't think there's enough money in, in the world for me to go deal with that. I barely deal with my own toilet problems. <laughs> Fuck, man, that's so. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, I'm going to play a song by Rare Hearts. He's actually going to be here next week. I'm working on that flyer so you guys can get a little, little tidbit of this guy. Uh, he's partnering up with another band we've had here. Hi Ooh. Hybrid Citizen. Citizen, yes. Ooh, I love them. So they're, they're backing him up. The so greatest backing band in the world. Yes, sir. So uh, check out some uh, little bit of Rare Hearts, guys. We'll be right back. Send it. kitchen floor Wasting time all night Getting wasted Just so we can do it some more Just so we can do it some more Here I am on the kitchen floor Yeah, you sang the same old song And I say, let's remember 
Hello? Mr. Satan? Yes, Mr. Satan. I know we talked about getting you on Pigs Radio, but it, it, there's a little surprise you're on now. So if you don't mind saying hi to Mario and the best Jason Statham, can you just say, hey, babies, listen to Pigs Radio, Mario 81. Listen, babies. Listen yeah. to Pigs Radio, Mario 81. Mario. Yeah, 81. You know what we stopped doing? What we stopped doing? Asking people what they think about that. Oh, you know what? We we did stop asking that. You want to bring that back? Do you guys know who Jason Statham is by yeah. chance? I He's always not. wondered, is that really him? I don't know. Well, that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, I don't know. You tell us. Let's listen to that one more time. Hello, Mr. Statham. Yes, Mr. Statham. I know we talked about getting you on Pigs Radio, but it, it, there's a little surprise you're on now. So if you don't mind saying hi to Mario and the best Jason Statham, can you just say, hey, babies? Listen to Pigs Radio and Mario 81. Listen, babies. Listen yeah. to Pigs Radio, Mario 81. What do you think? Do you think that was Jason Statham on Pigs Radio or not? I don't know. Oh. It's hard to tell. I am going to say, say, I've heard it many times. And you know, I have a suspicion it's somebody that's been on this show. Oh, so still not Jason Statham. No. Damn. It's a wild guess, but it sounds like him. Wrong button. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was about to go to fucking Six Flags and the ball down was going to come out. Uh, that's the crazy <laughs> chickens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been redoing things on the board a little yeah. bit since we had some time. That's not where I wanted that to be, but uh, yeah. Uh, Pigs Radio, episode 449, hanging out with Swingin' Steve, getting into the neat, deep dirtiness of the plumbing world you know where that came up though what with the uh the jason statham thing why well, why you, you know oh, d uh d's coast famcast media yeah, uh, yeah from the dungeon yeah he's been cutting up a lot Fam of Cast our media uh, Bitch. he's been cutting up a lot of episodes and throwing up some highlights yes sir he has he's putting in the pig's work right now holding it yeah. down at d's coast check out his show from the dungeon podcast we are part of that famcast media group guys so famcast media Bitch. Oh, yes, this, uh, this week he posted my very first episode on here Ooh, do you remember what episode that was that was episode 298 okay with swine so in, uh, on there, it was actually, I mean, it was it was you, you, Noriega, and then you had um, Cuban P and Thunderdog. Ooh. Thunderfrog. Thunderfrog slash Thunderdog. Yeah. yeah, man. Diego, shout out to those dudes. Cuban Pete had a baby. Diego, mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck. He fell off the face of the earth and uh, doing his own thing, man. Yeah. It's crazy look, looking back at that, you know, because I've been here like two, three years now, something like that. This is where I got to know you. Really? Yeah, watching the show. That's how I got to know both of you. Because when that pandemic hit, that's when you had barely joined the table. Yeah. And I remember watching you guys. The first episode I watched, you guys had Diego live streaming because COVID had just hit. And I got obsessed with you guys every Sunday. And then you guys did a maladjusted. And I was, oh, I was yeah, done. Was I was here forever. Like, <laughs> I can't live without you guys on Sundays. Yeah. And that's where I got to know your personality and every band you played. And I was like, this kid's like 12 and he's like in five productions. Like, you were a Jackson 5 boy. I do. I do things. 
I do want to say uh, sh- shout out to Mai. She has been truly a fucking part of the pigs universe for a very long time. Always been supportive. And even in the beginning, like, uh, you know, her goal was to be on pigs. And we tried something else. And uh, she wasn't ready to be a pig yet. But yeah. I mean, I wasn't. But I think she's ready now. She's ready now, holding it down on her own. What I think was the funniest of that highlight, though, was the fact that uh, D's not really. D fucking is screen re- recording. So in the middle of it, he gets a text from some chick or something. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, bro, this isn't even like. Like he recorded it from YouTube or something. He just like records off his phone and leaves it there. Goes fucking. Walks oh, the dog I have shit. not even checked them out. Uh, what the like fuck? D? A regular text or like a WhatsApp, like a Nigerian princess asking for money. Oh, I don't know. Uh, now we all have to you, go look. You, wait, but you can read his text though. I don't think so, but it shows who he's from. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, oh, D, get on that. Edit that. Uh, can't take your personal information off of there. We don't want to see it. I don't know if D's listening. I don't think he is. I don't see him on the. Uh... He'll see it tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, He'll totally. See it tomorrow. Love you, D. Love you, D's coast. Uh, <laughs> hanging out with Swing and Steve. So obviously, with the plumbing world, I mean, you did two years of it. Uh, I would have been grossed out from day uh, five years. I'm sorry, five years of plumbing. Fuck, man. Yeah. Would you I... go back? No. How did you do it for so long? It was just, it was a job. I needed the work. Uh, you know, I, I had a family to support and it was just, I had to, I had a job. I had to get it done. And that was it. That's how I saw it. Fuck, I dude. That. Uh, that is, that's some gnarly shit, especially when you got a family and you got to put priorities and like, fuck. I mean, was every day like a shitty day where you had to deal with <laughs> shit? Like literally shit? Yeah, pretty much. Damn, <laughs> pretty dude. Much. I mean, you only call a plumber when you're in already like, you're already in trouble. Yeah. Like, that's when you call someone. It's like when you go to the doctor. A lot of people don't do their checkups until it's like, oh shit, yeah. I'm bleeding. Like, or I'm dying and yeah. whatever. Like, it's already far too late. I mean, I- the first, the first... Uh, I was gonna say I want more Cherry Park boy stories like about (laughs) sex stuff. Oh wait 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 wait! You had sex while on the job here? No, that never that never happened to me. I mean, there was this one time where I did get solicited. uh, Yeah, kind of offered, I guess. But what's his name? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. Well, you know what? You know what? I would get hit on by a lot of guys. Yeah, because because they pipe. Yeah, because we did a lot of like you know management properties. And a lot of the leasing, the leasing officers or consultants, whatever, they're all a lot of gay guys that did that. So they would kind of like hit on me while I was. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm here to fucking. Oh, I'll bet you lay some great pipe, and I mean, I'm, I'm, and I would, I would look at, I would be like, well, I'm actually a, a boiler tech, so I don't really do the plumbing part. No, and they look at me all weird. Well, like, actually, gentlemen, <laughs> I don't lay pipe. Yeah. I, I am bring the pipe. It. I bring the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh wow! Did it have you did, have you known of? I mean, I don't know how big your plumbing world of your part of a union or any of that. I mean, do, do a lot of this stuff kind of happen with the plumbers where they start not fucking like the depres- the desperate housewives or I anything? I mean, not nothing that I've never really heard of personally. But uh, there was one time where I was uh, we were fi- we were uh, replacing uh, pressure release valves from for the boilers, and we put out notices that their hot water was going to be off for a few minutes and stuff like that, and. So we went on, it, this was in Irvine, and um, so we did, you know, we had a lot of buildings to do, so, you know, we went to the first one, second one, whatever, and then this one boiler that we turned it off, we turned it off, changed the valve, it only took a, a few minutes to do, and uh, so, so we, you know, we did it, and we, we cleaned everything up, and my partner, went, he went to go put all the stuff in the truck, and I was getting the rest of the stuff out, 
And as I was walking out of the boiler room, I see this lady kind of standing out there with a, just a towel, mm-hmm. you know. And then she asked me, she's all, did you guys turn the hot water off? And I said, oh, yeah. Um, I said, yeah, but your hot water should be back on. It was just real quick. And and then she said, I told you, your hot water should be back on. And then she was like, oh, okay. And I, I was, as I was telling her this, the maintenance guy was walking up. And the maintenance guy was like a young guy, too, you know. Yeah. So, so... She was like saying, oh, it's because I was in the middle of my shower and then all of a sudden the, it was all cold water. And I told her again, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We had to turn the hot water off for real quick, but it was just, you know, it's all done. I would have taken that yeah, off Yeah, I told her, I said, it, but we're all done. Your hot water should be back. Oh, well, I mean, if you guys want, you can come and check, you know, and help me finish my shower or whatever. And I at, I'm, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fucking pimp or anything like a player or anything like that. So, so I just looked at the maintenance guy and said, this is all you, bro. And I just kind of walked on. <laughs> Who doesn't take those offers? Uh, I mean, was she high? Was she an old yeah, lady? She was, no, she was a good looking girl. Yeah. yeah. She was pretty young, too. You got she's already right. wet. Mm-hmm. Huh? She was already wet yeah, in the towel. Wet, yeah. Half the work was there. I mean, if I would have known then what I know now, yeah, I would have been all over that. But <laughs> I was about to say, like, I thought you were swinging Steve. Nah, what nah, the nah, fuck? That didn't, that didn't happen until later on. Yeah, until later on. Until you cocooned into a swinger. <laughs> He Wait, did. He's a wholesome man. Yeah, which all... which trade do you think gets the most like on on the job? The pool pool cleaners. Pool cleaners. Pool cleaners. Really? Yeah, definitely. Why? Be, I don't know because usually they they you're just uh, raking leaves out of the goddamn pool. Yeah, but they they do it in like rich areas where I there are desperate housewives and yeah. all that. And then when the pool cleaner goes, the lady's out there tanning or whatever, so she's just checking the guy out. And usually it's you know, women that live in big houses that have nice pools. Yeah, that. But, but the the, the husband, the husband's just always working, so they're yeah. always home alone. So yeah. kids are at school. Yeah, things need to be skimmed. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not hard to be a pool guy. Get some chemicals, some hoses. We're gonna see you at Home Depot <laughs> picking up a labor worker. Start skimming pools this summer? No, 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 no. I'm saying I, I can make some extra money. There you go, Zach. I mean, <laughs> summer's already over with, so, I mean, people are going to have to keep them pools clean. It's still hot as fuck, though. You're so. right. It's still hot as fuck. I don't know. Get it, Zach. I mean, you report back and let us know how many dudes you sleep with. I, I already got my ad on Craigslist. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Get it, guys. You, if you want your pool clean, go down Zach's rabbit hole. Get that shit. So... You leave the plumbing world, and now you go to the no- another profession, and it's pretty fucking gross to me, personally. To become a barber, you're dealing with people's scalps. People don't shower. People are disgusting. Yeah. Tell me, how do you leave one profession of grossness, and you go to something else just equally as gross? Well, it didn't happen like one after the other. I went back to machining, and I did machining for about another, I don't know, 10, 11 years, something like that. And... Um, well, what happened was I, you know, I got, I, I split up with my, with my then wife. And so I just kind of felt like the only reason why I was keeping that machining job was because I thought I have to keep this job because I have a family. I got to provide whatever. So I worked all that because I used to work like 12 hour shifts, six, six days a week, you know, machining parts and stuff. And so after that happened, I just thought I'm done. I want I want a career change. And I just kind of wanted to do something where. I didn't have a boss just kind of breathing down my neck. So I was thinking it was either uh, truck driving or I considered barbering because my brother, he was a barber. He did, he cut hair. He's been cutting hair for about 12 years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Yeah, and then my, my best friend, too, he, he would, ever since I've known him, he, he would always tell me, 
I've always wanted to be a barber. I've always wanted to do that. So he finally kind of stepped up and started going to barber school. So when I, it was like when COVID had started, was just about to start. The COVID career change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like he told me, he says, hey, man, if you ever want to do this, right now's the time. Because since COVID started, like they dropped the price on, on barber school. So I, I looked into it and yeah, it was real cheap. So I said, fuck it. And then I had gotten laid off from my machining job. So I was able to do it full time for a while. So I was able to kind of get my, because you're supposed to do, I think, 1,500 hours of school. Oh, shit. Before, before you can get your license. And um, so, I, yeah, I was, going to, I was going full time for a while. And then, but the thing was what, I started learning how to cut hair. And, but I wasn't getting that many, that much practice at school because COVID was still kind of going on. So nobody was going to the barbershop or to a school. So where my brother worked, I told, I would, you know, he would say, how's your, how's your barbering going? How's your school going? And I would tell him, dude, I'm lucky to get like two haircuts a week, you know, to, to practice. And I already had like, cause they have like these doll heads at the school. So I already had them all bald already, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, ta- he had me talk to the owner and, and I, I started only going on, on Mondays cause that was the slowest day. And he said, and you have barbers here to help you if you need help and stuff. And I ended up getting really good at it. And I ended up really building my clientele. And little by little, I just kind of, I went from going only Mondays to Saturdays and Mondays. And then I started going every day, you know. So that, but which, when I started working at the barbershop more, I started going to school less. So it kind of slowed down my school. So it took me a lot longer to finish school. Congrats on finishing yeah, last I month. Yeah, fin- I finally finished last month. <laughs> Uh, how, long did, how long did it take you? About two years, almost two years to finish those hours. Yeah, to finish my hours. school dropout. Yeah, and I didn't even do the fifteen hundred hours, like because after last, after by, by since January they changed the the time, so they went from doing fifteen hundred hours to only a thousand hours. So I didn't even have to do the fifteen hundred. So overachiever over here, know, not even right? knowing, not even paying attention. <laughs> so. So now with 1,500 hours in, and obviously with the schools, for those who don't know, this is where you go pay for a $5 haircut, and you're getting your haircut by students, yeah. and, you know, they need people to practice. I mean, what kind of people will walk in there? I mean, because I've heard stories and horror stories of the people that walk into these schools. Oh, so. Steve loves the Edgars oh, that he's oh, getting yeah. lately. He comes home <laughs> fucking ranting yeah, you know what? every Ed, day. The, the, kid, the kids, like, I, I try, because I, I kind of consider myself to be more like an old school style barber. You know, I like gentleman's cuts and all that, that that's kind of what really intrigued me to it was the gentleman shave and the hot towel shave and yeah, the, yeah. you know all of that kind of stuff and that's what i wanted to do that's what i want that's all i really practice with but then i get these kids that are like they want the designs and they want their eyebrows and they want the little slits on the eyebrows you want bad bunny in the back yeah and i just i tell them i just tell them i don't do designs and i don't do eyebrows you know i'm a, I'm a barber i get a haircut and a shave that's all you get if you, yeah, if you want, if you come to me and you want that kind of stuff, I like where, where I work, where I work, there's plenty of other barbers that are very talented and they do all of that and they, they're very good at doing that. But me, I try to stick to the classics, you know. And seek him a Yeah. <laughs> but you do do Edgars. But I do, I, I've done a few Edgars and I've cringed every time. And, and it's funny too because the kids, they don't ask for the Edgar. They don't say, oh, give me an Edgar cut. They say, oh, give me a like a high fade, and then can you line up the front? The, the and, I, and I've told the kid once, 
Oh, like Betty bangs? <laughs> Damn. And then he's like, what? And I go, you know, like the, the way the girls wear. <laughs> I said, my girlfriend has those. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Fucking cute. And they're like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. And they're like, well, now just like, you know, line up the front and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. So an Edgar in there, like, yeah. They're like all embarrassed saying like, yeah. Okay. They're embarrassed, but they want it. Yeah, but they yeah. still want it. They still want it. Idiots. What's the but, percentage of Edgars you get during the week? I probably do about eh, not, not that many anymore because I, I kind of have already built my clientele pretty pretty established. So I, I do have a lot of like older gentlemen that come in for me, but Ooh. I do I do every once in a while lay get, that pipe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, they, they know I'm a, they know I was a plumber. So. Yeah, Steve comes with that kung fu grip. Yeah, no, but I do get a, I still get a, like I don't know maybe two two a week or something. Like that. I hear about it. Yeah. I hear about it, guys. Yeah, she knows. So <laughs> while you were at school, can you tell us what someone's been some of the grossest thing you've seen as a barber? Uh, like head lice. Or yeah, well, no, no, shit the, in their hair. School, I don't know. I think at school the worst thing was uh, somebody had like really a really dry scalp, and they clogged up my because they wanted a usually and they have you know how they have that those wrinkles in the head i don't know what oh yeah sure pack? the the hot dog <laughs> pack on the back yeah. well somebody came in and he had that and his head was really dry and usually those people that have, that have the fucked up head like that they always want a high skin fade <laughs> and i kind of want to tell them like dude go for a low <laughs> go for a low or something but no they want a high skin so i gotta shave all of that stuff and this guy's Head like clogged up my my clippers. My no, my box shaver, because they Ooh. they want them shaved, and I don't really do it with a straight razor. I only kind of clean the neck up with the straight razor, but to get that that shave, it's a closer shave with the box shaver. So I had to like clean the thing out mid haircut, you know, and he clogged the thing up. The fact that he had to spread his rolls, yeah, and then yeah, with the the wrinkles, I have to kind of open them up and get (laughs) in there, you know. That's what I'm saying, dude. I wouldn't, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just a giant pussy, but that just, you're not. That's gross, dude. Like, you have to go in there, like, (laughs) this, this is my shout out to Liz that finished cosmetology school that you have on here. She finished and she is licensed. I started my hours and that's what tapped me out. The fact that I had to touch people who didn't clean up their ears. I oh, started man. I started my hours in high school and I went to go start trimming someone's hair and I saw earwax. The orange chunky earwax and I said, uh, I'm fucking out. I'm done. Ow. Got on the ROTC, the, the bus where ROTC <laughs> was sitting. Like they're already waiting to go home and I was just like, mm-hmm, done. Nope, not, not doing credits. it. Not doing Mm-mm. it. Went, went home with bleach in my hair. I said, fuck this. Not. So you always wanted to be a barber? No. I mean, I mean, no. Okay. No, I, I always. What did you want to be when you grew up? When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a mechanic. That was oh, that okay. was my dream job. Was I wanted to be a mechanic because I've always been into like old cars. I've always wanted like I've always loved like hot rods and customs. I grew yeah. up, you know, I like George Bear's cars and Gene Winfield, all that stuff. You know. You have cars? I have I have a '52 Chevy Ooh. that's been in the works for a long time. I have one of those. Well, do you? Yeah, the Hot Wheel. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah. this is a Hot Wheels act. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, so I've always wanted. I just wanted to learn how to work on old cars. So, you know, when I was when I was like 15, there was a shop in Santa Ana that I, whoever's from Santa Ana they might know the the Packard shop around close to Fourth Street. And uh, I used to go there almost every day on my summers when I was like 15, and I would say, yeah, I want to work here. I just want to learn how to work on cars. You don't have to pay me. I just want to learn. Yeah. And the owner would say, no, no, because, you know, it was insurance reasons or whatever. But I, I think I went for, like, I don't know, two months straight. And the guy finally said, here, he gave me a broom. He goes, just sweep the shop. Then. 
and I started sweeping, but I would hang out with the mechanics and they would show me little things here. And that like, that's kind of what got me into being a mechanic because I would see them pulling a motor out and I would ask questions like, what is that? What is that? What is that? And they said, well, this is the head and this is the, the water oh. pump and this is this and that. So I started going to, I went, I, I went to school for, you know, I, I took like college courses of, of mechanics. Oh, okay. And, and was that one school to UTI or UTI? something? UTI. Well, yeah. no, back, back then, call. back then it was wild tech. Oh, okay. It was Wild Tech, but that was only in Wyoming. Oh. So you, it was like you, you were special if you went to Wild Tech over here. But that was kind of a dream of mine. I always wanted to do that, but you know, I had strict parents that wouldn't let me do anything like that. So, uh, yeah. So I went to Santa Ana College and took a couple of mechanic courses, and then I went back and I started. I got a job, you know, at a at a at a mechanic shop, you know, and they did. That's where I learned how to do diesel work. But then, like, uh, they would say, "Oh, you gotta weld this, like." you know, from this trek to the trailer or something on the trailer. And I didn't know how to weld. I didn't know anything about that. And then some guy came and started welding. So I was like, what is that? And they said, oh, this is a fucking a MIG welder. And this is a TIG welder. And then they're like, what is and, and so then I went to school for that. And I learned how to weld. And then I, I got a job. That's where I met one of my best friends. He got me a job making a, a concrete pumps. So okay. so I was I was a welder and I would make the frames and I would you know all the stuff to hold the concrete pumps and stuff, and then they said they they had a mechanic shop and then they would be like oh yeah we gotta take this you know the the motor to get machined, and I was like what is that and then they started saying like oh well this is you cut the metal and it cuts precise and whatever so then I went to school for that, and when I started going to school for that, like the one of the instructors said if you guys ever want a career in this. Fuck the motor stuff. The CNC is where the the money's at, or, or your future is at, or anything. What's so, CNC? Uh, it's called CNC stands for Computer Numerical Control, and it means like you instead of you know cutting metal by hand, you write a program, and oh, it put it, it into you. the machine, and it'll do all. Oh, sorry, it'll do all the stuff for you. I mean, the future now, uh, with uh, especially even like like DNL fender repair, that dude like. He went from doing actual grease monkey, like, you know, work kind of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Computer programming. Yeah. Pays way more. Yeah. It's, way less, you know. I mean, it comes with its own trials and tribulations it, and its own headaches. So it's, you it's, have to figure yeah, it out. It's, it's a lot of headaches and it's easy. Technically, it's easier to do, but it's it's boring as hell, too. It sucks. I, I Me, I always, I learned uh, uh, conventional machining. That's how I started out. And I got into I got into uh, uh, CNC and I got to the point where I was I was programming I was doing you know Mastercam and CAD programming and all I was doing five axis machines I was you know CNC welding uh, injection molding I did all of that stuff I learned how to do it all but I loved conventional machining Bridgeport machines and a fucking engine lathe that's what I love to do. Do you think that, especially in all the fields, I feel like you're a true fucking American, a blue-collar individual who are doing the jobs that a lot of people don't want to do. You put in some time. You went to school for a lot of things that you just like, oh, shit, that's interesting. Let me go to school for that. That's rad. I've I've only, I don't even know, I think I've known that many people that do that because everyone I know is either focuses on one thing and either they hate it or they love it, but they stick with it. Yeah. And you find you find one thing to do, like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not I digging it. Let me move over to something else. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, okay, let me learn it and, like, move on. It, it was funny, too, because, like, I, I had a lot of jobs throughout the years of that. Like, there was one where I was going to school for mechanics, and I, I worked at a radiator shop, like, delivering radiators. 
And one of the guys, he was a mechanic. The guy was ASC certified, and I was like, that's what I want. I've always wanted to be an, you know, an expert uh, mechanic. And he hated doing that. He hated it, and he's like, I fucking hate this job. This sucks. And and I'm and I'm over here thinking like, wow. you have everything what? I want, you yeah. know. And and I would like, how could you hate that? You're living my dream and stuff like that. So it would, it would be kind of weird. It would be kind of weird seeing people that say or like even. I've talked to people that when I was learning how to play music and stuff, I would talk to people that they would play and they're like, I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. I hate the scene. I hate the fucking music. I hate what I have to do. And this, but it's like, dude, it's like, if you hate it so much, why are you doing it still? You know? And it's like the job. Yeah. But But now you love what you do, which I'm envious of you. You get up and make breakfast and hang out and you don't have to leave the house till 12. And then you get to hang out with cool people all day, play music all day. Do you guys have paps at your fucking shop? I yeah, mean, but I'm not. I'm not drinking. I, I wish I was there. I'd help y'all out. I I will say, as getting older, I I have noticed that the more you dive into things that you love, and you find out, I find a way to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful fucking that, thing. That was when I was apprenticing for uh, uh, machining, because I apprenticed for everything. But when I was doing my apprenticeship for machining, I remember one of the guys that was that was teaching me. He would tell me. He would always tell me, uh, "Do do what you love to do, and you'll never work a day in your life." And that Absolutely. always that always stuck with me. That always stuck with me. So that's why it's like, when I was machine, I loved doing it. I loved the work. I loved working with my hands. I loved that I was able to get a chunk of aluminum or whatever metal and write a program and cut it up, and it made a part. You know, like seeing that was awesome. And then it, sometimes I would even actually get to see where it goes on the plane or the spaceship or whatever. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I would, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I made that. You know, that's fucking cool. And then once, once I think I, I made parts that they told me that went up to the space shuttle. And they said, yeah, your parts are up there right now. They're going up fucking tomorrow. Whatever. And I was like, oh, fuck. You Damn, know, like, that's fucking my, cool. My name, my signature is up in space right now. You know, so that, it's like, that's kind of cool. But but it was usually like, I what made me hate it was the people I did it for, the, the companies I worked for, you know, it yeah. was because it was always just like, it was corporate. It was a corporate kind of job. Yeah. So it's like I had to deal with the corporate part, even though I was good at what I did and I was pretty much a small portion of people that knew how to do what I did. They still kind of threw that the corporate bullshit on me and I had to deal with that. So that's what kind of killed my Does, love for it. Doesn't that suck? It does. It like, really does. Because I, I do heavy equipment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I mean, I, I do the same shit, you know, I'm a mechanic and it, it changed from when I was in the field to going in the shop. You know, I lost that uh, sense of appreciation. You know, you go to a job site and, you know, the customer's like, oh, it's an emergency. I need this done. You know, we're losing money. We got to get this out today, blah, blah, blah. And you go and, you know, you just fucking fix it. And it takes you like an hour or two, whatever. And the customer's just so happy because like. You saved the fucking day. Yeah. You know, but then you go in the shop and it's like nonstop. Here's this job and here's this next job and here's this. And you lose, yeah. you lose the customer, you know. And then, but what I was getting to with, with what sucks is that management kills good employees. Yeah. You know. And that goes for every job across the board in yeah. general. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been in retail for 20 fuck plus years, man. And. You don't. I don't ever hate all the companies, but you hate the people that you tend to work for. The bosses on top. They're yeah. either lazy fucks. They're the wrong people. They're the people you gotta, you know, kiss ass to. It's just not. It's not fair most yeah. of the time. But you know, life isn't fair. You kind of learn how to deal with this shit or don't deal with it. You know, yeah. either move on to other things or 
Like Steve, I mean, he's fucking actually tried different fucking aspects of life, and that's fucking really cool, man. Congratulations on the well, being uh, curious and bi-curious and all the other <laughs> shit in between. You've been swinging from job to job, <laughs> babe. He has been swinging from job to job. Uh, I, you know, I think I found my go-to thing a long time ago, and that was always kind of around music and DJing and shit like that. I've been doing that stuff since 15, and it just kind of progressed and grew from there, and now... With radio, running a live audio and video streaming production company and the jobs we are getting, filming commercials and, you know, it's it's interesting. And yeah. once you find something that you are truly passionate about and what you like, you're right. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. It feels like you're just coming to play. I tell, I tell, I get clients, I get clients that are like kids or, or they're just coming out of high school. And we talk, we always talk and I tell them like, so what do you, what do you want to do after high school? And they're like, I don't know, I don't know, I think. And they tell me some job that I can tell. That they're only doing it because their they parents say, told yeah, them or something, that, or they say, "Well, it's good money," you know. Yeah. And I, t- I always kind of say, "Well, what do you like to do?" And then they say, "Well, I, don't know, I like to play video games." And I say, "You know what? Anything that you like to do, there's a job in there. You know, if if you like to play video games, there, you can actually make money." Tester, developer. Yeah, being a tester, you can be a developer. You can, you know, learn stream. how to learn how to do stream. Yeah, maybe. You know, how's that going for you, Zach? Um, make, make, make that big money yet? I'm making money. Oh, are you really? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I've, made, I've made money once. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's winning. Yeah. I mean, it's probably only been like a trillion fucking hours of streaming, but... Yeah, something like that. Okay. I mean, guys, he's winning. Hey. <laughs> but that's something I do tell people, especially like, you know, when I was younger and I had, you know, younger friends coming out of high school trying to figure out what they, what they want to do is um, dabble. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you can get into, go fucking do it. There's a club, and they're trying something out. You know, see if you like it. Yeah. If it's not for you, fuck it. You didn't waste too much time. You didn't waste money. That's that's. I mean, that's that's what I did. You know, I I I know how to do a lot of things because there was always a lack of that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, or I needed it, and I was too poor to go and have somebody else do it. So I learned how to do it. I was. You know, I, I, I want to say I'm fortunate enough to not have to work a uh, uh, a regular job. Like, i never done restaurants or retail or anything, like, straight out of high school. I was working at a dealership, mm. you know. So, I've always been some type of mechanic, you know. And it's... I've been I've been lucky enough to do that. I've been blessed. You know, I've I mean? seen I've seen Zach spring into action before. Uh, we were at the Rumble, and I was producing the... Uh, what show was that? The one out in um, Paris. Paris, and oh. as I had Zach on the team that day, and then they dropped off a refer- uh, uh, Budweiser. Anheuser Busch drops off a trailer. Well, they dropped off a trailer with a, uh, uh, a with, jet- with a ref- refrigeration to it. Yeah, did not work. It did not. And Hot it would beer. and it would come yeah it would come on and then turn off immediately, so Zach did his best. We went to go you know he went to go buy parts and fucking you know couldn't get it working unfortunately. But dude, just to see Zach spring into action because that's just what he did. Like hell yeah. I found out the problem. But I just didn't have the tools or the parts to actually fix it. Yeah, we were out in the middle of fucking nowhere and yeah. it was already late night. So it was already like yeah. what seven eight o'clock. Most mm. of the things were closed and yeah. I think you only had like a Seven Eleven and a Walmart and they were all filled with fucking crackheads from out there. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. It was it was bad. And that was the other thing was like you know we we did go to AutoZone and get some shit for it, but it was like there's, not the right shit. There's you can only not Mickey a, Mouse so much yeah. with well, a giant generator yeah. or refrigeration system. Well, I mean nuts and bolts are nuts and bolts, but the thing is going to an, auto, an auto, automotive store having like no conversion thing, you know, kind of just 
yeah. guessing at that point. Right, because it's not a, it's not like it's an actual like car motor, but it's a motor of sorts, you know, yeah. for refrigeration. Like, yeah. so there's belts and pulleys and you know sprockets and whatnot, but yeah. it, you know, just not we didn't have the right shape. I thought you were talking about all the other shit that happened from what? that. Hmm. No, I will. No, because that was the only thing I saw you sprung into action. <laughs> me, like saw you mechanic. What are you talking about? I ended up being a fucking untitled supervisor over there. I mean, th- that is true, but I mean, I was talking. We were talking about mechanicing. Oh, yeah. We weren't talking Did about. Did you the- walk in and put on a vest that no. said Ask supervisor? <laughs> Should have. I was <laughs> one no, running it literally everywhere that fucking day. Fuck. Well, holy shit, man. I mean, now you're... I mean, I thought I was the dude that knew how to do everything. You're the dude that knows how to do a lot of things. So now I know who to call. How does that make you feel? Did that uh, humble you? Um, It's amazing that uh, I've been learning as of late to so kind to, to of keep <laughs> fucking people in your circle that are fucking just... People fucking people in your circle. <laughs> Good job. That, uh, that rev as much as you do. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I didn't know him that well until recently, but there was an energy about him, and now I can sense it. Like, fuck, dude, that that dude revs as much as I do. <laughs> so do you. So hell yeah, dude. I mean, it's just it's exciting to know people who are passionate about what it is instead of being just yeah. lazy motherfuckers who show up or don't show up or just want to get claim or you know want to become rich and famous without putting any work. Yeah, that's where I have a problem. Is lazy motherfuckers who think that they're badass and they're not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty lazy. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm. You know what? And we all, sh- we all, I'm sure are. That, that was something else that I was taught too. Like they, they said like if you're gonna do something, uh, do it right. Don't do it. Think of, think of like, uh, think like a lazy man. Because it's basically saying like work work smarter, not harder. Kind yeah. of thing. I mean most inventions were, were made out of laziness. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's well, what, that's what I was sure. saying about the fact that he's gone to school so many times. I lost interest immediately in college. I was grossed out by earwax and then I went to college and someone gave me an F on an English essay and I said I'm out. I'm not gonna pay to get judged. I ended up walking into <laughs> a job and I've been there eighteen years and I do important stuff, right? And I look at Steve and I say, I hate waking up every day because I know what I got to do. And I see the joy in his face. And I, I want to take that leap. I want to swing into doing something that actually fulfills me. Like Do it. Do. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. Oh. Then oh I, find I, that and then do it. Right? I need to make that one call, Mario, from the 90s. But I think UEI closed down. One, one call changed your life? Yes. One call. Do you remember that commercial? <laughs> no. It was It was a lady that was a chola. And then she made that one call. Now she's a medical assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember it being a, a black dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, every time I'd be home home from school all sick, and he'd come on, and he'd be like, what are you doing? You're sitting there on the couch, not doing anything. That it's like, too. bro, I'm just trying to eat my cereal, man. Like, shit. Zach over here feeling judged by that guy. Like, I guess I got to go to school. <laughs> be over here like swinging Steve who actually went to school fucking yeah. a thousand times to get different trades. I mean, now that you have all that information under your belt, I mean, do you ever like touch on any of it? Like the the welding, the obviously you're doing the the, the, the barbering now and that's your current thing. But uh, well, I mean, if a, if a shitty toilet comes up in the house, are you doing that kind of work? Or are you well, like, yeah. oh, no, nah, I'm not going to do that shit. Call someone. No, well, yeah. I mean, now if, if, it's, if it's called for, I'll do it. Like if something breaks down in our house like i'll know how to fix it yeah because i i guess too like what what it was too was uh uh 
I wanted to kind of be like I took uh, example from my dad because my dad was a uh, handyman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he worked in a factory, you know, since I was born. But he was always a handyman. Like we, he built, like he did an addition to their, his house, and mm-hmm. he oh, the only thing he had done was the foundation and the frame. Everything else he did himself, the electrical, the plumbing, the drywall, everything, even the stucco. And I always kind of thought, like, man, that's fucking cool. Like, how did he? I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know how how he knew how to do any of that stuff, but he just knew how to do it. And I always thought, I want to be like that too. I want to be like that too. So that's why I always kind of, I was, if something caught my attention, I would go at it full force until I know every little bit about doing it, then I would move on. You and I have a lot of similar traits, and so with you, with your curiosity, and uh, fuck, I already lost whatever that is. I was talking about you, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, swear. Oh, sorry. Uh, but uh, I also... Oh, uh, the poorness and not having the ability to pay or yeah. whatever, trying to do shit yourself, because that's been my whole thing, too. Like, why pay someone when you can do it yourself and do it right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of the same way where if whatever it is that I needed to do or something, and it was a job that I need to go pay someone to go do, like, well, why can't I be that person to do that job what i also found is that a lot of people are kind of scared to take that first step it is scary man yeah but i mean the thing is once that's the biggest part of the battle is is just convincing yourself to try it at least and that's what i found is that once you start getting in there and you start breaking things apart and you be like oh that's it it's easy it's just about understanding yeah that's all it is, man. And understanding yourself, people are creatures of habit. People yeah. are, they, they're, they're comfy in their comfort zones and never want to get better. Try before you deny. Mm. They, you know, try everything twice, right, Mai? Twice yeah. and a third time for good measure. <laughs> Just in case. Eat that ass. Woo! Uh, so once again, it's speaking about eating ass. 69 minutes with Mai is coming back in a, within the month, in about a yes. month or so. October. October. Yeah, it is October. So. I I will say though that uh, whatever's gonna happen, it, it will be powered by pigs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, we we are here to uh, spread the love, spread the knowledge, spread licking the cheeks, spl- yeah, licking spread and splitting, spread <laughs> spread them yeeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Son of Jarrell signed off a little while ago. Uh, Buenas noches. He had to get settled down. But uh, this is a little bit late night, man. Uh, a little bit different from the from the morning times of what we're used to, and a little bit later yeah. than what you guys do because you guys were broadcasting on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Oh no, I guess we're the same time. We just we're start about late. the same. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we just start late. Yeah, I mean it's we're on pig center time. It's after dark, upside down. You know how I like Ooh, it. Inside out, upside down. You get always out of my trunk. Uh, you can always check out <laughs> my. Uh, now I know that uh, you have all your old episodes recorded. Any thoughts about what you're going to do with those? Yes, I have been looking on the internet, um, and. I didn't need to make one phone call, but I did find something called Mixcloud, where yes. I'm going to be trying to upload them, okay. but I, I'm trying to figure out if I can give it to Androiders as well, because I just realized that the app is only available to Apple users. However, I'm thinking of Android. Um, what about Spotify? I have copywritten music on my episodes, because oh. our thing was a lot of wordplay, so like country and communication, punk and penetration, like a lot of the music we have is from... Well, we can edit you, it out. I was just going to say, edit the stuff out, man, because you're not going to find a lot of places that you're going to be able to uh, play a lot of that stuff, too. YouTube? You can't play it there. No. They'll you, strike me there, too? Yeah. yeah. Copyright. I mean, getting hit once or twice isn't bad. <laughs> yeah, until they cut your shit out, then it will be. I know. We're going to have to look at the internet, but yeah, it's going to be I mean, that stuff soon. wasn't really that explicit. Like, 
music wise for the the music lawyers like, out co- there. Copy written. Copy written. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not a context. Right. I think you could get away with like a few seconds of something. Eight bars. Or maybe talk, talking over it, possibly. Because mm, if you're playing it, playing the whole song, I don't think. So. Fuck you, think algorithms. So. Yeah. Who knows? There's different platforms everywhere, and I got money to throw. Oh shit! Watch out now. Uh, I will say I, I didn't got get hands to catch. <laughs> I didn't get to listen to every single episode, but when I did get to listen to an episode, I, it it was interesting. You guys did come at this full force, and I um for being a very young couple, you know, I mean not like an age, but as far as what you guys been together, I do find it interesting and and amazing um, that you guys are so open. You know, and I think that's a, such a beautiful fucking thing because I know too many people that can't be open with their partners who aren't open or just can't even be open with themselves. You yeah. know, like that's fucking legit that you guys are just being yourselves and being super raw. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it it's refreshing, man, because everything <laughs> nowadays is so fake, especially with the uh, reality TV and everyone else. Everyone oh, has a phone yeah. and everyone does their own videos and shit. But like. Everyone does all the pretty shit, right? But yeah. no one, but no, no one shows what the real shit is. Oh no, I fought with Steve on air. One of our last episodes, he forgot to bring the sauce from oh, Little yeah. Caesars, and I <laughs> milked this shit for like maybe three hours, and then it turned to like a real fight. And over sauce? Yeah, I had at least to, it wasn't a whole fucking pizza. No, it wasn't sauce. It was <laughs> it was other issues that I wanted to talk about that I didn't, and I did let that fester, and I blew up. And we got through it, and we had the best night after that. Like we didn't go to bed till like four in the morning. Yeah. So we worked, we worked through it. It was great, but it was what I was telling you earlier. It's, uh, it's a thing where you gotta you gotta always talk about whatever you're going through, whatever is in your head, and whatever issues that you might have. It, it, we had we had a show about that too, about communication, and it was just something. Anything that's bothering you, you have to. If you can't just openly talk to your partner about it. Then you're kind of with the wrong person because that that's how that's how things work. Yeah. You know, like like if if let's say she did something, let's say she talked to somebody that I wasn't really comfortable her talking to, and for me to even though it's it wasn't really a big deal, I should still feel free to say, you know what, baby, me molesto. You he know? did. You did tell me that day. Yeah. After. Yeah. And and I would say like me molesto this, but it's not a big deal. I'm not gonna fetch her. I just want you to know how, where I'm coming from. Right. And and yeah. And then she understood. And like the fact that I didn't come at her like, what the fuck are you doing? And what the fuck aren't you thinking or whatever? It's like, I wasn't talking at her. I talked with her. You know. Right. So so that way she kind of ta- is able to take the time to understand like where I'm coming from too. And then she tells me where she's coming from, and we just kind of understand each other. That's and what's it's like, important. Yeah, that, that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's why every, when everybody says communication is key, it's like that's what you're talking about. It's, well, no, it's a little bit more than that because you could communicate and say whatever whatever it is, but it's the understanding. Yeah. You know, because there are people who still, they do that, but they're just talking to talk, you know, but not actually wanting to... Talk and listen. Yeah. And both people yeah. doing it at the same time. And yeah, compromise. Exactly. exactly. It's the compromise yeah. part because, like, like Steve said at the beginning of the show, when he met me... He said, I don't want a girlfriend. I am fucking other girls. You're one of many. And I said, cool. I just want someone to go to shows with that I don't have to worry about drama. But it would be great if you were like super like hypersexual because whatever, etc. I put everything on the table thinking I'm not hiding who I really am, what I really want. And then watching Steve live his best life, doing a job that he loves, like, you know, barbering and making his own schedule, being honest. Just when I looked at all his stuff at his place, his guitars, his 
paintings, everything he's done. I just said, I'm with someone who is comfortable in his own skin. And that's when I let out all of my little interests and, you know, trunctivities and even just like being more open and talk uh, in the morning show. I really came into who I needed to be having the, your influence. And, and it was that it was the fact that I know I'm not perfect, but I was super happy that I could be a hot mess in front of you and I didn't feel judged. And then when I do do something wrong, I have the kindness that's like, mm, you know, you might be enjoying this, but you might be rubbing like these people the wrong way and I can recalibrate myself. Okay. And I don't know. I think that that's where the success comes from in the relationship. Because a lot of people think that me and him aren't really happy or that we have like a, like their personas and then they'll get to know us. And it's like, oh shit, you guys really talk about that shit. No, like, uh, if anyone knows you guys personally, whatever it is that you guys are doing on the radio, no, this is real, like how you guys actually interact. Uh, and by the way, shout out to you guys for coming out and everyone who came out to the West Coast Pop Block Podcast, uh, episode 100. Uh, you guys came out, the Mike Grito dudes came out, Bad dude, bad Hombres came out, uh, Chunky But Funky. So everyone who came out, shout out to them. Uh, and I bring them up because uh, John, that dude Johnny C, uh, one of the co-hosts on there, he describes almost every analogy into wrestling. But <laughs> but he puts it to a way that kind of makes it understand. Uh, and with couples, he says like it's like a tag team, or actually no, I'll take it back. It, it is like it is, it is like wrestling, like in, in general. Because in wrestling, your number one job is to make the other person look good. So if both people are doing that. You, everyone just rises and everyone just is better because they're trying to make the other person look good. They're not obviously focusing on yourself, right? But like not me, me, me first. And then, you know, this person needs to succeed from me to you and then vice versa from, you know. That's true. So it's much like wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I agree. True. I think I think that I shine more when you're around because I've done a lot of things I was too scared to do till I felt your presence near me jumping into doing the morning show, going on with a partner, going on different things, doing different things, because now I felt a sense of security in myself, knowing that someone saw me and didn't judge me. And I only needed that one person to believe in me. Isn't that so cheesy? It's, it's all about like the support that you get, because it's like if you're, if you're trying to do something, regardless of what it is, whether working or a hobby or anything like that, if you don't have somebody supporting you on it, then it's, it's not worth doing. And it's hard to do. Because it like so let's say, look, I used to be I used to skateboard when I was a kid, you know, and and, and let's say I wanted to do it again, I, I wanted to go back to the skate parks or do whatever the hell. If Myra wasn't like supporting me to do that, it would be so hard to do because it wouldn't be easy for me to just grab my board and take off or anything like that. Because then I would have her jumping down my throat. Where are you going? And fuck that. That's fucking. You're too old for that shit or whatever kind of. But knowing her, how how I know her, I know she she'll support me. Go ahead, I'll take you. I want to go. I want to see you. That gives me that kind of like feeling of I can do this. I could probably do this again, and I you know I'll get back to how I was before. You know, but it's all because of the support that you get, and I would I get that support from her. That's why every time when she wants to do something, I encourage it and I tell her do it. I know you can. Like when she wanted. You know, she was kind of skeptical about going back on the radio and doing her, her show and stuff. And I said, no, you got to do it because I would see the glimmer in her eye of happiness when she would talk about it. So I would be like, I know you love doing that. I want you to do that. So I'm I'm not going to be here standing in your way. 
and she does the same thing for me you know so it's it's just about that kind of communication hell yeah that that support that everyone needs and no one ever gets and i think that's why everyone's a fucking asshole mm -hmm. uh especially like people like grandpa he's always so fucking bitter about shit but it's all right grandpa i, I learned how to sign grandpa it means this <laughs> in american sign language that's grandpa this is dad and this is Grandpa. Okay. Uh, I just learned today that Maya's trying to learn how to uh, do sign language now. So she's on her little quest. And you also learned that I could do this better than most men that come to this table. Wow. That's, you do come with that fucking Kung Fu my action grip. That is for sure. I'm excited to see what's in store next for 69 minutes with Maya and Swing and Steve. Uh, congratulations on the school, man. And, you Thank know, you. Thank and finding you. things that you like to do because it's... I don't think a lot of people have that. And a lot of people have jobs that they fucking hate and make some bitter motherfuckers and they just kind of shit on everyone else around them because they're just shitty fucking people. So yeah. maybe if they did their own things that maybe they found passion about, maybe they'll be a lot better in life or or not. I don't well, know. I mean, I love I love what I do now. I, I love cutting hair. I love making people happy. I love where I work. I love the people I work with. I, you know, we get along great. We're, we really, you know how people always say, oh, we're like a big family here. Right there at that at that shop, we really are like one big. What shop you at? Where, uh, where should good, we hit you up? Uh, Goodfellas Barbershop, the Santa Ana location. We have two shops. One's in Garden Grove and one's in Santa Ana. I'm in the Santa Ana location. And uh, yeah, everybody, everybody there's great. You know, like we all get along. We're just, you know, it's basically like I get paid to hang out with my friends all day. Right, you know, because we're we're hanging out, we're cutting people's hair, but we're just bullshitting all day, talking to each other, and you know. But we get along great. Like I love everybody there. So, I mean, anyone who who goes to a barber shop or never been, it's something you know. You grow into. Uh, shout out to the old school shop, a twelve forty six barber shop, no longer in existence, but it was a great time there with Jimmy when he ran it and all the barbers. I know Jimmy went back to Hollywoods and Long Beach, and I went there for a little bit, and shout out to all those dudes, and you're right, it's a, it is its own little community, and its own little family, and the people from around the neighborhood, or people who do travel to find you. Um, it, it's something else. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like uh, the, the morning show with the, with the forum, like, the forum, the family that we grew there was interesting, and it was exciting, and you know, even though we're not doing shows on there and, and working on, on that platform anymore, those people are still here and they're still listening. And shout out to everyone who logged in today to kind of listen because I know, you know, we were ab abruptly not allowed to do show, you know, stuff anymore and, uh, you know, weren't able to say goodbyes. And I put something out on a post about that. And all I could do is thank everyone for, number one, allowing us to go out there and, you know, do our shit and being fans, man. I mean, that's what it's all about. So I'm excited to see what's next in store for you guys and, and just everything else that we do. I mean, I, all I can speak on on my behalf and I'm excited for what the future holds for us. So. Same. Yeah. And I just want to claim here on air, Swine will be played. Swine oh, yeah. will be fucking. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It might even be the fucking theme song. Oh, swing and swine. Swing and swine. Start writing, Zach. <laughs> I got you. All right. I got you. Hell yeah. Uh, Steve, where can we follow you on the uh, on the social media? So if we want to go get our fucking pubic hairs trimmed out, <laughs> where can we go? Uh, I'm on Instagram uh, for San Steve, and then I also have a barber page called uh, Darth Fader. Uh, nice Darth Vader uh, pedal one, and uh, <laughs> so that's my barber page, and um, that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. And Goodfellas. Oh yeah, and on, on good on Goodfellas, 
first. You're a super first. Star Wars nerd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Oh, my my parents' first date. <laughs> my parents' first date was uh, a New Hope. Oh no shit. Yeah. When it first came out. Yeah. Oh damn. And and then my dad took me and my brother to see uh, Return of the Jedi at the theaters. Holy shit. <laughs> That's what's up. Not to mention, Steve, Steve and I have a hot date thanks to oh, my. Right. Happy yeah, birthday, Tuesday. guys. Thank you. It was a super early birthday gift. Uh, we're excited. I'm excited. We're going to go see Clerks 3. I already saw it in the movie theater, but we're going to go to downtown LA at a special viewing at the Ace Theater with Kevin Smith Q&A right afterwards. Yeah, I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait. They're two days apart. It was my birthday gift to them. That's yeah. cute. It's really cute. <laughs> That and I don't have to go. <laughs> Wait, you want to go drink fuck? on Tuesday? Let me know. Aww. <laughs> I will say, uh, Steve, you, I, you've seen all the clerks? Yeah. Have you seen the, the, the newest one yet? I've just seen the trailer. I've just seen the trailer. You are not ready for this. Oh, boy. man. I heard, I heard you are you not me ready me. for yeah, this. Like it. I'll take all. The t- I'll take my <sighs> tissues. <laughs> Your skeet rag. <laughs> my skeet rag. Oh, it's gonna be too hard, man. Watch that shit before you bring it out. Watch that shit. Uh, thank you to everyone who who joined us today. Uh, and uh, do, do you guys have a uh, uh, sixty nine minutes with my uh, pager that we can follow? Um, it is to come. It just started. It was just birthed a couple of days ago. Okay. So it is. I'll post it on my story, but it is 69 minutes with my... Like the number 6 and 9? Or yeah. like spilled out? 6-9. I was able to get 6-9. No, Takashi didn't take it. Woo! I know. I was ready. But that should be up and running soon once we get our platform set up. And if it's going to be audio-visual or both, uh, links will be there. Whatever you guys need, man. You know, Pig Studios is here to help empower that shit and get it going. Slap some rockets on that motherfucker and get some other things because apparently Steve's already been in fucking space, man. I and know. We have not. So, pigs in space or what? Yeah, yeah. Woo, pigs in space. Uh, thank you to everyone who logged in. Make sure to check out Pigs Live every Sunday nights almost and uh, maybe 9 p.m. ish <laughs> almost. And uh, next week we have Rare Hearts coming in with a sit down and a live performance. So, that's going to be awesome. Not to mention our old friends, uh, Hybrid Citizen. Mm-hmm. They're going to be backing them up. So uh, thank you guys for coming down and sharing some fucking stories, sharing some sexy times, and just hanging out and still being awesome people. Thank, thank you. Appreciate we love that, you. Guys. Yeah, I love you guys, too. And we got Zach, who I'm so happy you were here. You're also part of the reason me and Steve are together. Really? Because without you, there's no Diddy voice. Hey. And that's how we met. Yeah. So thank you, Zach. You get me laid. <laughs> I Good job, it. Zach. Whatever I can do, you know, to help out. Well, I, I owe you a tug later. Hey. Ooh, no Dutch rudders here, gentlemen. Woo, there yeah, you go. Yeah, double, double Dutch rudder. I'll, I'll go for a uh, rusty trombone. <laughs> I don't have a trombone. Uh, make sure you get your tug on tonight by listening to some more pigs, just in case if you miss some episodes. You guys can go to pigsradio.com. Or any, just search pigs, P-I-G-Z. That's a hard Z, radio.com. Get that shit. On that note, pigs out. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, honey. Hey, yo, DJ, stop the music. Countdown. Countdown. Five, four, three, two. Initiating shutdown sequence. Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, I'm out. This show may cause birth defects and or cancer. Void where prohibited in the southern red states. Official sponsor of the Special Olympics. Not really. 2% financing available for nothing. See your official Toyota dealer for recall as penalty for not buying American. This show may cause massive amounts of marijuana consumption. This show has been a joint venture of cockballs and ass. Free sale tossing available. Upon request, visit RobertReese.com. Sexual relations among cousins is not incest. 
Thank you. That will conclude this evening's entertainment.